Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Walk podcast. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, or any prayer requests, you can go online to the Boulder Church website, which is at boulder.church. Send them along. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, look after each other and live love. Good morning. It's Friday, July 12. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira, and it is the last week of the citizenship, and it is the Friday. It is the last day of this week as well, as we're preparing for tomorrow for Sabbath. And so let me pray for today. Uh, Heavenly Father, as we look at this passage one last time, we ask for your blessing. We ask for your continued uh, spirit to give us wisdom and understanding and application in our lives. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, we are back in the ESV, the English Standard Version today. For the final time, that's what we started the week on Sunday in. Genesis 41, verses 41 through 49. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring from his hand and put it on Joseph's hand and clothed him in garments of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck, about his neck. And he made him ride in his second chariot. And they called out before him, Bow the knee. Thus he sent him over all the land of Egypt. Moreover, Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and without your consent, no one shall lift up hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh called Joseph's name Zaphonath-Paniah. And he gave him in marriage Asenath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of On. So Joseph went out over the land of Egypt. Joseph was thirty years old when he entered the service of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And Joseph went out from the presence of Pharaoh and went through the land, through all the land of Egypt. During the seven plentiful years, the earth produced abundantly, and he gathered up all the food of those seven years which occurred in the land of Egypt, and put the food in the cities. He put in every city the food from the fields around it. And Joseph stored up grain in great abundance like the sand of the sea until he ceased to measure it, for it could not be measured. All right. So here's our question for today. Financial planners encourage all of us to save for a rainy day or famine in Joseph's case. What can we do today to prepare for the future? Is money in the bank all we need to get us through? No, what we need is an underground bunker with like a year's supply of food yeah, and what, what things ty- to kill the zombies <laughs> with. What type of food? Um, it's that, that like ensure, you know, that dietary stuff that comes in a can. It's like a high calorie drink that lasts through the nuclear holocaust. I have seen adverts for homes that are I'm ready. I'm torn really about this, this idea of planning for the future. I mean, on the one hand, I think it's the responsible thing to do. And on the other I hand, think so. I think that money can become valueless instantly and overnight. And that's if happened before. And so how much can you plan for a future when you don't know what that future consists so, of? So maybe there are some things that you, you can control at least as much as you can control as best as you can, even though those, some things are outside of your, your control. But, but I mean like health. Health is uh, totally being healthy. Outside of, well, I mean, it's as not much as totally out of sight of your control. You try to control it as much as yeah. you can, but there's no guarantee, obviously. But well, the really bad things that you could get, like say, Lou Gehrig's disease or something. There's nothing yeah. that you can do to stop yourself from no, from no, getting it's true. That. It's it's true. There, there are things that just hit people, and there's nothing they can do about that. But but I think you can try uh, to to do that. But I think the other thing that I've seen, and this has been this has been something that I've been reflecting on a lot lately. Um, that I, I long for and wish for in myself and everybody else that we continue to develop more so than, than we can imagine is character. Yes. I think we need 
stronger characters. And I think that when you, whenever you see any kind of panic take place, whenever you see anybody who's like has the opportunity to to help somebody else, are we people of character or are we people who are just about ourselves? Oh, like, okay, the movie that we like to watch every Christmas, It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, Remember yeah. when there's the run on the bank? Yeah. And totally. George Bailey gives up his own funds for his honeymoon to yeah. give every penny that he has to keep the building alone open to make sure that I people just, have money. I, I, I want, and time I and time again in that. his life, he puts aside whatever it is that he wants to do, yeah. something that's the right thing for the community or for his family or for whatever. That's what, there are people, you know, when we think about leaders, again, earlier this week we were talking about what makes a great leader, what makes somebody that we admire, what makes somebody wise. I think it's when people actually sacrifice who they are and, oh, wow, that's... We're in the middle of a thunder and lightning storm here in sunny Colorado. Pretty fantastic. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Uh, it's, it's It's pretty inspiring to see when somebody gives of their life for somebody else or of their space. And I, and I see, honestly, I feel like in, in my lifetime, as short as it is, that, and as long as it is in some cases, <laughs> I feel like it's less and less. Um, I feel people are more and more selfish and people are, are just either they're wound up more or they're just not thinking of others more. And I just would like us, if anything, that's one thing that I really think is really valuable, that you can work towards a, a better future is becoming men and women of character and men and women of community, maybe yeah. of taking time to get out of your personal me bubble. Yeah, you to, know that we all live to in. Look, with, to look to look after each other. Well, we have we watch our own television shows specifically targeted to whatever we want, yeah. and we you know I, just have our own little life going on that's based around our devices. I think there's a lot of, uh, and I, I see a lot of great people who have amazing characters that do amazing things. I just I'm, I'm just saying, generally speaking, I'd love to see it wider and I think that actually is what will create a, a better world and that's what God calls us to and this is what actually turned the entire world upside down is when Jesus came and said listen this is this is what it means to be a follower this is what it means to be to love God and to love humanity is to be this kind of person and we don't have enough of this kind of person this kind of person is a person who gives up of themselves but actually thinks about other people and I, I like that with small things and large things. Yeah. And I'm talking about small things, just like letting people, I don't know, go in the, into the door in front of you or whether you open a door for somebody or you you know, you know you care for somebody, you help them up. And you, you when I get onto the train at DIA Airport in Denver and uh, we're going to the, to the airplane and it's just fascinating to watch how people will shove somebody out of the way so that they can get onto the train and they'll separate families. <laughs> mm. I've seen this the last couple of weeks. And I'm just like, there's just a, there's a tension or people don't give up their seat as they're sitting in, uh, in one of those, you know, seats safe for the elderly or saves for people who need uh, wheelchair access or something. And they don't give it up. And they just, I'm sitting down here. I'm just in this zone. Although I sometimes think that with that, that can be judgmental to, to look at somebody. Somebody may appear to be able-bodied and there may be some major issue going on with them that requires them to be in that seat. Yeah. But we don't always know. Yeah. I was a very major judgmental person at that point because I was looking at this very young person who... Yeah, but they, they could be having uh, some he got, he problem. Got, he got up and he was pretty <laughs> agile afterwards. So uh, unless he was having some major, I don't know, internal problems that was going on that I didn't know about and, mm. and uh, it meant that he wasn't going to give up a seat, that's fine, but... <laughs> 
but sure, you're right. Good lesson to myself. I should remember to not make that judgment call about somebody who's taken the seat from them for an hour. Well, I'm just saying you don't always know <laughs> no. what somebody's doing. You can, no. It's an assumption. It is an assumption. I, I think there was more to the story that you weren't there that I felt that like, the conclusion was pretty fair. I'm sure there is. I'll I ask only them next have time. the part I'll of the story. I'll ask them next time. <laughs> that you told me you know i'll ask them next time and i'll say hey what are you doing <laughs> are you sick as well <laughs> do you need the seat we'll see what they say but i think that i think that that's a i think that there's so much that you can do so i think characters one i think that joseph had a, a grounding in his life with god i mean he had a relationship with god and it's clear that he just knew he kept on giving reference to god all the time i mean i love how the story keeps on referring back to his new name um, and how his new name is that God speaks and is alive. And so they recognize that he has this relationship with God. And mm. I think there's something about that that should be developed. I think that's where you can invest for a strong future, becoming people of character, becoming people who have a, a deeper relationship with God. And I think that's where wisdom comes from as well. Um, and that will actually help. But yeah, rainy sure. day, not just the finances for sure. So let me repeat the question one more time. Uh, financial planners encourage all of us to save for a rainy day or famine in Joseph's case. What can we do today to prepare for the future? Is money in the bank all we need to get us through? Think about that. Look after each other. Live love. And we'll connect tomorrow. Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you. And we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church forward slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other, and live love.